Hi, my name is Mark. Welcome to episode two of the Fitness for Humans podcast. This episode, I kind of want to dive into salt, uh, its properties, and uh, you know how it kind of gets a, a little bit of a bad shake. Um, you know, people have a lot of worries when it comes to salt and uh, consuming salt, and understandably so. Um, there are definitely things to watch for, but uh, uh, it's not all doom and gloom when it comes to our salt intake, guys. So I kind of want to share a little bit of that with you here today. Um, first off, uh, when, I, when I refer to salt, uh, obviously the main electrolyte in salt is sodium. That's usually the main concern when it comes to uh, water retention is how much sodium is in something, and forty uh, percent of all salt. Uh, is made up of sodium, whether that be sea salt, table salt, Celtic salt, whatever salt you're consuming. Um, it's usually around uh, the same number there. So uh, that's not really making much of a difference as far as your sodium level. Uh, if you think you're eating something healthier when you're eating sea salt or you know Himalayan salt. Um, you know, According to the Food and Drug Administration, as well as the American Mental Medical Association, uh, the average American consumes 3,400 milligrams of salt. The daily recommended value is 2,300 milligrams of salt, which is about found in about one teaspoon of table salt. So we were about 1,100 milligrams on average over the daily recommended value, which is why, you know, you can see certain, you know, problems as far as, you know, blood pressure and hypertension, um, you know, as far as consistent high sodium level um, that we're consuming. Uh, most of the time when we're consuming high levels of salt is consumed through pr- uh, packaged foods. So uh, if eating prepared foods, uh, look on the label for sodium to be less than 5% of the da- daily value or less um, per serving because this is kind of something that's going to uh, kind of be a contributing factor as far as, you know, what... Um, you know what, what what you're ingesting as far as your sodium levels. Uh, avoid your deli meats as well because these are notoriously high in having sodium levels because um, they're they're mostly cured with with salt. Um, Sodium attracts water into the bloodstream, causing hypertension and eventually organ failure, which is why sodium is such a hot button right now um, with, uh, you know, with, with the way that we consume food, especially in this country. I mean, one of the things, one of the benefits that I, we talk about is, you know, consuming whole foods. Um, that, that, that's one thing that's going to help you eliminate a lot of unnecessary sodium that you are uh, ingesting daily. I mean, it's going to make it a lot easier to control what you consume as well. So if you're, if you're somebody that's eating mostly whole foods, the only salt you're basically taking is what you're adding to it. Now, now don't get me wrong, there's foods that naturally contain sodium, but uh, I mean, as far as excess of salt, if you're adding salt, that's, that's really where you can get into some trouble. Naturally, yeah, you're good if you're eating whole foods. Uh, tips to avoid over-consuming sodium, some things that, you know, we've kind of touched on a little bit, but, uh, you know, some things you maybe wouldn't know. Uh, fresh whole foods, we just mentioned that, um, naturally containing sodium still, but um, not a lot of added sodium because it's only only thing added to be what you add to it. Uh, avoiding seasonings, mainly seasoning blends. A lot of that is very high in salt when you're using a lot of seasoning blends. I know that we like to smoke a lot of food here in this country and uh, grill a lot of things and a lot of the, the Montreal steaks and things like that, that that we're putting on are naturally going to contain more salt. So that's something to kind of make sure you're aware of. Uh, make sure you're rinsing any canned foods before consuming. Uh, anything that you can rinse. Obviously, if you have a can of soup, you're not going to be able to rinse that. But if you're having, you know, beans or a vegetable or tuna, make sure you rinse that and drain it properly um, to um, really help uh, flush away some of the salt that's uh, naturally going to be containing in those foods because it's been packaged that way. Uh, smaller portions, obviously, big one. Um, that's a way to cut back on just about anything is if you're eating smaller portions of something. Um, and also, believe it or not, check any medication you guys may be taking. You know, I, I know we talk a lot here as far as you know ways to avoid you know being on medicine and stuff like that, but I understand that a lot of people do take medicine, um, but a lot of them are high in sodium. So make sure you check the medication and know what you're taking to uh, see where the sodium level is at as far as your medication. There are definitely some lower sodium options um, that are available for 
everything uh, if it's something that's a concern for you. Now, just because something isn't salty doesn't mean it doesn't have salt or sodium, okay? Um, all vegetables, dairy, meat, and shellfish have sodium, but if you're consuming whole, it's not something that's going to be uh, overly alarming. Uh, some things more than others, but uh, just make sure you do your homework there as far as what kind of food you're consuming. Uh, breakfast cereals, believe it or not, surprisingly high in sodium. Uh, you know, it doesn't taste, the breakfast cereals are not salty, but they do have the, the sodium added, so um, make sure you're aware of that before you're consuming breakfast cereals. Uh, breakfast cereals is. <coughs> It's candy, basically, guys. It's not, it's not something that should be consumed, uh, in particular, very regular. Now, I, for one, love breakfast cereal, but I know that it's a dessert. So that's something that I'll consume that way maybe once a week um, just because I do like it and I can't cut it out completely. Uh, sodium is important for bodily function. I know what I was just talking about here is that, you know, it's, it makes it sound like sodium is doom and gloom and this is something to really watch out for. But the bottom line is it is still very important for your bodily function. It is an essential electrolyte. Um, <clears throat> that uh, helps our body um, function. Um, too little sodium may lead to cramping, nausea, dizziness, and believe it or not, headaches, guys. Uh, sodium is, is going to play a, a very big role as far as making sure that if you're somebody that has a certain amount of headaches, that maybe one thing to check is if, you know, your, your, your sodium intake is low. Okay, now there are certain things that will naturally lower your sodium, and we will get into that here shortly. Um, well, actually, we'll get into it now. Things that can bring salt too low. Uh, too much water, okay, making sure, like plain water, okay, believe it or not, plain water um, can contribute to uh, reducing a lot of uh, vital electrolytes that we naturally contain. So making sure you're adding salt or, and or electrolytes to your water um, if need be. Uh, vomiting or diarrhea, uh, same thing. Re replenish with salt and electrolytes. And uh, sweating, same thing. Rehydrate with salt and electrolytes because when you're sweating, you're losing a lot of the, not only the water, but a lot of the, the electrolytes that come out through your pores. Your, your, your body's water is mostly made up of salt water. So um, this can trigger factors to why salt is so important for your function. Uh, caffeine, believe it or not, one cup of coffee will deplete your sodium intake in your, I'm sorry, your sodium level in your body by 300 milligrams. So if you're somebody that consumes a lot of coffee like I am, uh, making sure that uh, you're kind of conscientious of that as far as um, uh, re replenishing with um, the proper electrolytes when you're not drinking coffee. One thing that I like to do is kind of go back and forth between cups of coffee and cups of, uh, of uh, and, and I don't know if fortified water is, is the right word to work. Fortified is the right word to use, but it, it's enhanced. Um, so um, according to the National Institute of Health, uh, they're currently make, doing a study on sugar and its effects on salt retention. Okay. Uh, they have reason to believe that the chief dietary culprit causing hypertension may be sugar and not salt, guys. Now, that's not to say that salt is not to blame for anything. I high consumption of salt is still an issue, uh, but sugar can definitely uh, exacerbate the salt, sodium retention in your body, therefore causing the problem. So uh, sugar consumption leads to sodium retention as we talked to. Elevated sodium levels lead to water retention, and water retention leads to hypertension. Okay, so uh, there's reason to believe that sugar is not to blame, but is a, definitely a major contributing factor uh, in, uh, in any type of uh, elevated levels of either sodium, water, or hypertension. Um, so less sugar creates larger margin of error with salt, okay, since glucose speeds up salt retention. So if you're somebody that consumes a lot of sugar, that's where you got to really be careful with uh, you know, your salt intake. But if you are uh, consuming less sugar, then you can you have a little bit more of an opportunity to um, not, not be careless. You still want to be monitor your sodium intake, but you have an opportunity to, um, you know, like I said, create a little bit of margin for error because you're going to retain that sodium a lot less slower uh, with, uh, not less, less slower, I'm sorry, more slowly with, uh, with a, a lower sugar intake. Okay. So tips to flush sodium. So if you say you have 
uh, you're feeling a little bit bloaty and you feel like you have some sodium retention, um, some things that you can do, uh, increase potassium to your diet. Bananas, peaches, watermelons, naturally high in potassium fruits, a uh, good place to start, okay? Uh, obviously eliminating added salt to your food, uh, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, and uh, perform some moderate to high intensity exercise, kind of get the blood flowing, get some exercise, get, get some sweat going. Uh, it's going to be a good way to uh, flush out some things. Also, consuming plain water. Now, why would plain water flush out water? Okay, it kind of seems counterproductive, but believe it or not, we kind of touched on this earlier. Earlier, drinking plain water can lead to dehydration just because uh, plain water flushes not only waste but electrolytes when uh, it flushes out your system. So make sure you try to replenish with electrolyte with electrolytes when you're feeling uh, any type of dehydration. Uh, but uh, drinking plain water um, when you're feeling uh, uh, bloated uh, is a good way to flush out all that extra stuff. So uh, what things that naturally contain some electrolytes for your body? Coconut water, milk, watermelon juice, all naturally uh, very good good things but uh you know sometimes if somebody likes to add electrolyte powders to your water for flavoring uh go a sugar-free route that's a good way to go but do not get confused no sports drinks sports drinks are not a healthy alternative uh they're sold and marketed as such because of the good things they do contain but they contain a lot of the sugar and a lot of the salt which is you know a combination that we we just talked about as far as uh uh leading to uh sodium retention as well as uh some uh elevated levels with uh with your uh, with your water and your bloating so uh be conscious of that don't do not just jump to a sports drink so let's do a recap on the episode here guys uh 23 milligrams of sodium daily is the recommended value uh make sure you focus on that but do not fear salt okay salt is a very important part of our bodily function uh plain water when bloated but enhanced water when dehydrated um looking at your electrolytes coconut water watermelon juice uh milk dairy good thing to kind of help rehydrate uh and worry about sugar first then look at your salt, okay? Because a lot of times, you know, when it comes to, when we, according to the study that's being done now, is that, you know, sugar can be a, a, a big exacerbator for salt, sodium retention, as well as water retention. So uh, look, to, look at reducing your sugar intake first and then uh, adjust your salt as needed. So hopefully this has been beneficial for you guys. Uh, until next time, so long.